In other words, my depression takes the shape of permanent melancholy and I struggle to keep a level of satisfaction in what I do. Every day is a battle to keep on working toward my dreams. If you knew the accomplishments of today's guest, you would never believe that quote have came from him. Jason Matthias is a U.S. veteran and inspiration on many levels, as I had the chance to get to know him during the holiday season. He delivered an extremely valuable episode and dug into areas that others can resonate with on that entrepreneur show. But after learning his story, I knew what value he could bring to this show as well. When Jason left the Air Force after six years of service, he was terrified of becoming another homeless vet. His testimonial today is going to leave everyone with several takeaways. But before I bring him on, let me first ask you, Jason, what does the term mental health mean to you? I think mental health is a uh, is a combination of of not only like the status of of your well-being, like the way you manage your life throughout the days, but the awareness of how it perhaps should be and, and managing those two. So it's, it's a little bit of both for, for me. I like that answer. Very unique. I expect such a great episode based on that just already. Jason, thank you again for stopping by today. And to everyone listening on, welcome back to a mental health break. This is the place where we talk all things mental health and help make the conversation a little bit easier for each one of us. I am your host and author of the books, Mental Health Week, and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Vincent A. Lancey. You can learn more about me at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, my YouTube channel, or vincentalancey.com. If it's your first time with us, each week a guest shares their why relating to mental health. I began focusing on mental health after suffering a traumatic brain injury. And you will hear today's guests why in just a minute. I would like to first let you know that this episode is brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness. They are dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, call today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling and Wellness therapy that inspires change their information is in the show bio scroll down you are not alone the most major mindset shift our guest today had to make while becoming a career artist was the idea that real work involved sweat and using his hands this mindset had him believing two things throughout his journey first that he was always one step away from becoming broke and homeless Second, if he were a responsible adult, he should quit and get a real job. Throughout the struggle, he has battled a clinically low baseline for contentment, but he has the courage to share his journey today. It's going to leave you with several takeaways, as I mentioned. Jason, Matthias, thank you so much for coming on another show. Hey, man. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone who's listening. Would you mind introducing yourself, Jason, to this audience who has not caught your other episodes? So uh, I am a professional career artist. 
maybe one of those, maybe both of those. I don't know what to call it. Uh, I've been a, a full-time artist for the last 12-ish years, I guess. And um, before that, I was in the military. So I, uh, I kind of just in this career by, um, by this sort of weird combination of not being able to get a job and always wanting to not have a job anyway. So um, I started out as, a, as an entrepreneur and I started developing my own business ideas, but I sort of just fell into art and have been pursuing that for a while. So I live in Seattle. I'm from New York, uh, around the world with the military and, and a little, excuse me, and a little more traveling after that. As I meet people and, and share their ideas. And that's how I met Vincent. We met through the product of networking. If you've taught any of my episodes on that entrepreneur show, I emphasize networking, at least at some point. Cold messaging is scary. No one wants to do it. Cold calling, the odds are low. But you do get some wins. And an example of networking wins is this relationship. As I mentioned, Jason is in Rare Company as he is across a few of my shows. So scroll down in the episode description for more information on how to learn more about him. I would now like to talk to you, Jason, a little bit more about your mental health. We hear depression a lot, anxiety a lot. What are some of the things that you went through or still do challenge yourself? And. So the, the, the root of things, you know, one, I think one of the parts of, one of the important pieces of getting through your mental health is understanding where it came from and, and started with uh, some, I guess, sexual abuse when I was a kid. And I don't, I, don't, I say, I guess, cause I guess like a lot of people, I, I, I try to parry the, uh, the weight of that by using qualifiers like that, but, but it happened when I was a kid and it grew like a tree getting roots in my brain for a long time before I was able to, I guess, root it out and, and start solving my own, my own issues. So that looked like for a long time, just ever increasing anger. And that was something that burnt itself out, but it took a long time, but it burnt itself out and just became, or all that was left was that sort of melancholy that I, that I still have difficulty shaking today. And it, it manifested itself in my, in my, my life as this inability to motivate, which I've been an entrepreneur for, I guess, since 2012. And I feel that Personally, I don't get a long time to get moving on the things that I have gotten done. Uh, and I wonder what I could do if I worked better or was more efficient. And, and if getting out of the bed wasn't such a hard, wasn't such a difficult thing to do nearly every morning. So, so that's what mental health looks like. Or I think that's the shape of the depression for me. Um, and it, it it's a different shape than a lot of people's, but that's, uh, that's what I battle or what the battle looks like for me. You, you mentioned that some days it's challenging for you to get out of bed. What are some things that you do to take care of your mental health that help you get out of bed in the morning? Some things that maybe you look forward to each day. Man, I don't look forward to anything usually, uh, but I process my whole day out. To, to make it easier. And, and I would say 80% of the time I, I fail 
Uh, at least I don't do it as well as I would wish I could. Uh, but this lack of energy. So, so one of the things that help a lot is uh, I take medicine. And it's weird when I go to the doctor to try to get this medicine. And, and I'm going to use the VA. So they, they are all about medicating people. And it's not really much of an issue. But uh, it's weird because I don't go in and I don't feel sad. You know, I don't feel, uh, I don't, isn't really on my radar. Um, I don't feel down. I just have a extreme lack of energy and I'm fit. I'm in shape. I can do all this stuff. You know, I can go climb a mountain, but um, the, the desire to do it is really low. You know, even though I want to do it, the ability to make myself do it is really low. So do some medicine and then, the, like this whole trip that I've been on since getting to, to Miami, I actually haven't had any. And so I have to use a little, uh, cause the VA wouldn't ship my, my refills to my, to the place I was staying. And, and oh, I've been on the wow. road doing art shows since no, end of November. So I, I use a lot of things that help you wake up in the morning. Like I put my phone in the other room and put the alarm on. So I have to get up and then right next to my phone, I will put, uh, my, my energy drink, um, my morning energy shake. So some people drink coffee. I drink like this little cocktail in the morning for, for brain stimulation. And I'll put like a sticky note on my phone that says, do something. Like it'll say workout or it'll say go for a walk or do some push-ups. And that sort of process of waking myself up and shaking off the, the ability for that stranglehold on my motivation to hold me is really key. And if I can do any of those things in the morning, if I get any one of those, things, if I can drink that shake or if I can do those, that, sh- that quick workout, then I can get my day started. I like right how there you emphasize the morning routine. That's something that I live and die by is having something in the morning before bed every night. I either write down the most important things I need to do when I wake up like you right there in front of you, get the ball rolling. Or most likely, I'm preparing my day hour by hour. I do really on a dry erase board just to really get focused when I lose the energy to hop back on after a break or I'm losing enthusiasm. If I see it in front of me, I find that it helps me. Again, everybody is different out there. What works for some doesn't work for everyone. But if you are having trouble focusing, you heard two of us there. Put it on pen to paper and take a look at it. You mentioned you served as a veteran. Jason, did you always want to speak on your mental health, share your story, or is this something that you just recently started doing? It, it just comes out from a practical, you know, like you try to explain something to someone and you know, there's deeper problems. So you just share your deeper problem because that's the practical way to solve it. And uh, it, it's, it took a long time for me to talk about a lot of the problems that, that I've had. Um, but there's a separation that happened in my brain. And I, I actually didn't send you any of this in the notes because it's hard to explain, but uh, I deal with something called the other. Have you heard of this? No, please. Uh, we, we all have our ego, right? And our ego basically defines our environment. I'm not talking about whether we're macho or, or submissive. I'm talking about the way our brain works. We have this thing called the ego and it tells us where our hand ends and where this wall or this car that I'm sitting in begins. Mm -hmm. And 
that's also uh, can be a layer between our emotions and our thoughts. But for me, I have a second layer that's, it, it just, it reflects everything back on me. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to be able to, to one, understand what was happening and to uh, wrestle with this extra layer of filter between me and everything else. But what is also done is created a, a major separation in my head between my past emotional events and me being able to talk to them, talk about them. So uh, it's, it's not hard for me to talk about a lot of this stuff because this, there's something in between that doesn't rile my emotions. Was that the word? Um, That doesn't uh, get me riled up, you know? And then over the years, since I started really sharing deeper experiences I guess or or more taboo experiences with people I have found that a lot of people have also had them so it's that makes it a lot easier to share too yeah I really want to thank you again for being so open to sharing your story you did it on the entrepreneurial side and now you're doing it on the mental health side someone else is going through what you're going through and you just made their life a lot easier Anyone listening on, if you know someone who is experiencing what Jason is going through, please do share this episode. There is a ton of value, as you have seen so far. I'd now like to ask you, Jason, what do you plan on doing to raise awareness for the importance of mental health? Similar to this podcast, how are you going to keep getting your story out there? So I'm an artist, so I just create art and share those stories. And if you if you jump into any of my collections and get past the visual side, like, oh, it's pretty or whatnot, and read the stories that go with them and see how the story affects the visuals. And that's that's me sharing a lot of these stories and a lot of these feelings and experiences, especially there's this one collection called the Aria Collection, which is very introspective, very much about the separation of self-perception and the way people see you. And, um, and I use these beautiful portraits to tell the story, but the portraits all have elements in them that lead to, to, the, to the actual narrative story that goes with it. And then a lot of my art also goes, is built around this idea called comfortable isolation. So like if you're in front of a computer right now, you can, you can look up and go to my website to like the black and white section. One of the best ones I feel is a piece called Room for One and Their Dreams. And it's a, it's a very introspective piece, but that's how I share like this isolated visual plus the story that goes with it. And then, you know, I don't, I don't walk around asking people to talk about their mental health very much, but I do, uh, I teach a course called the art of selling art. And one of the major gems in there is this idea of how do you figure out your why so that you can create with the intention of touching someone very deeply, but so that you can create and share your work with a very, um, and make the work so personable or personal that when someone looks at it, they know it's by Vincent or they know it's by Jason. And yeah. And and that whole process that I share there is really about continuing to ask yourself why, like I like flowers. Right. So I'm going to take pictures of flowers, right? This is an example. I don't actually like doing that, but um, okay. So why? And then you're like, Oh, well, I like the color red or whatever okay, why? And then it's like, well, I like how fragile these plants are and how they only last for a little while. Okay, well, why? Um, 
and then it could it could keep going deeper like something about the way this fragility is is touches me because of how easily i've lost some of the things that i feel are the most valuable and personal to me mm-hmm. okay why and what are those things and then just keep going deeper and deeper and that's kind of how i dug myself out of my my issues i appreciate you sharing that because yeah. i knew you're an artist and before when we were talking about things that you do to imp- you like to improve your mental health you're a humble guy i found out you didn't mention art because i know for, for me writing it is very therapeutic in a way i find i get in my zone do you find something similar when you're getting in your creative world for art i don't yeah no i don't know like the, this idea of flow and creative zones i don't really get them because I, I have to struggle through a lot of it but i know that i have a good piece when i get excited about it okay you know there you um, go. The, i can work out a piece for hours and be like okay this is good right like objectively good art um it hits all the right things, but then I get excited about a piece and when there's really something to it. And that happens like three or four times a year. Okay. Well, I got to, you got to keep me posted when one of those pieces come out so I could share it with our audience, let them know that Jason is up to something big again. But right now I think it is a great time to get into the spotlight story. Jason, if it's your first episode with us at the end of each show, I share a mental health journey of someone who is famous because I want to let you the listeners know that you are not alone. Even though someone looks healthy from the outside, they may not be on the inside too. And as we have someone who is an artist and a mental health advocate on the show today, I will now share the journey of another in George Harding. I really love this part of the show because a lot of the times I learn a new journey. And I want to start with a quote from him. Where's the line between internal and external? cerebral and material, real and imagined. George H. Harding was born in 1983, and he is an oil painter located in Bristol, England. His artistic pieces include portraits, symbolic paintings, reliefs, and street murals. I chose him because his focus, his self-portraits challenge perceptions about mental health. Drawing from his own journey with mental illness and those of friends and family, He finds inspiration from impressionist painters using techniques of blurring and fragmenting to portray emotion and disassociation from reality. I thought this is really cool. Also through his work, he tries to create joy around ourselves and show that there are many different ways of living and being. Remember, you are not alone. This last piece is in his words, quote, the intention of my work is to celebrate mental health difficulties and differences bringing these aspects of experience into a broader human condition. Through creative expression, I believe these struggles can be transcended and resolved, becoming life-affirming and a source of strength for myself and others whose vision resonates with my own. Jason, what do you take away from this story relating to mental health? They, one of the, I don't know which famous artist said this, but that uh, he said that every portrait is a is a portrait of the artist like that. and because they you're spending enough time with it that you end up as a subject what was his name again his his uh this is george harding harding 
I wanted to pull up a piece just so I could have it for reference. Online. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. He seems to be very popular. I'm not as familiar with the art world as I'd like to be, but it was a story that when I was doing my research, I'd always now try to resonate the story as much as I can with the guest. We have a rock star artist on the show, passionate about sharing his story for mental health. George seemed to be very similar. Yeah, it's, it's interesting when an artist does these, these self-portraits, but then starts showing how he feels about them. Would visually, you know, like you said, by smudging a line or, or taking a piece and, and morphing it into something else. Yeah, have you ever heard that if you ever, have you heard the idea that if you were to meet your twin, that you never knew you had, that you wouldn't recognize them? No, that's interesting. Like, because uh, the self-image that we have, like even when we look in the mirror, isn't how we look objectively to other people. Right. So. It's good perspective right there. So I wonder if one of these paintings that he has, like one of the ones that are a little realistic, like if you were to see like this green one where everything looks like it's it's been run over with fingers to turn like a like a painting into a finger painting and it gets a little it gets very abstract but i, I wonder if he saw that in a mirror if he or in a in a distorted reflection of himself he would recognize it as himself more so than someone if someone was wearing his face and walked by i love the perspective you're giving me especially as someone who is not familiar with the world of arts I got to thank you so much for that. I'm glad the article resonated with you. Everyone listening on, be sure to pop that right into Google, George Harding, and check out the pieces of work that our guest today, Jason, was just talking about. I also want to thank you so much for your openness today, Jason, sharing and educating our audience on the other, what you go through. Hopefully that helps a lot of people out there who are going through something similar. Fellow veterans out there, reach out to this guy. He's extremely passionate, extremely helpful. And of course, check out his artwork. Jason, tell everybody where they can say hi to you, where they can find your artwork. Uh, you can always find me through jasonmatias.com. And on social media, on Twitter is where I spend most of my time, unfortunately, is uh, Real Jason Matias. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone listening on, be sure to check us out too. We are at a mental health break on all social media, except on Twitter because of the character limit. We are at Podcast by Lancey. <laughs> of course, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Mental Health Week are on Amazon now, so you can prime them tomorrow. Level up your mental health no matter which age you are in. Before we sign off, Jason, please let our audience know your last word. Just uh, just remember that you're not alone, I guess. We all have, in, in a world of 7 billion people, unfortunately, other people have experienced some of the things that you have to. And uh, you don't have to be alone in those experiences. Thank you for sharing that. And everyone listening on, we will see you next Tuesday on a mental health break. Jason, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate you.